Alrighty, what's going on, everybody? And welcome back. Season three, episode 23 of Hit the Books, a podcast all about sports betting, the best bets you should be taking in everything surrounding sports. We're here for the Pro Bowl before the big game in the NFL. This week, we got power rankings, news from all around the leagues, and more. So let's jump into this week's episode and introduce my hosts, Huff, Ace, and Mackie. Uh, Ace, let's start off with you here this week. What do you got for us here? I was not here last week. You guys had a good episode. What else you got? Yeah, I didn't realize my uh, mic was on while I was clearing my throat there. So ready to get going. Um, had a great conference round. You know, the Chiefs and the Niners, I told you all along the script, you should have been following. Had them both on the money line on the card in some way. Uh, the Niners with McCaffrey. So coming off a strong week there, looking at keeping it rolling in the big game. You know, it's going to be a tough one. So we're going to analyze the props big time. Huff already told me he made two cards. So I'm ready to get cooking. I know it's two weeks away. Got some other sports um, ahead of us here this week. Some nice all-star festivities as well. So ready to get going for another week. Awesome stuff. Huff, let's shoot over to you next here. What do you got for us here? Coming into the Pro Bowl before the big game. Yeah, not not much coming from me. Not necessarily. I don't know. I'm not too big on the, the Pro Bowl. I'm more excited for some of these NHL All-Star matchups we'll get this weekend. I like the skills competition that we get there. Uh, but other than that, huge weekend coming up in college basketball. A lot of news in the, wor- in the world of football. Steelers got a new coordinator. I'm pretty hyped about that. A lot of people aren't really liking that signing, but um, I- I'm pretty optimistic about it. So we'll get into that whenever we're in the NFL. But pretty solid week this last week. Like you said, you weren't here. Super Bowl next week. So great time of sports. Got to cherish this football while we have it for two more weeks. Right about that. Mackie, let's finish it off here with you before we jump into this week's episode. What do you got here for us this week? Yeah, not much going on. We had two uh, good championship games last last week, AFC Championship and NFC Championship. Um, so looking forward to the Super Bowl in two weeks. I like Huff. I'm not really too high on the Pro Bowl. It's kind of a waste of time, in my opinion. But uh, you can get some. Cool I like to watch it more for the lowlights that you get yeah, like when they're just yeah. like not tackling and shit. Yeah, but um, other than that, just college basketball, still rolling. Uh, two and two day yesterday, not ideal, but... Uh, no unit movement, still rolling in that. Um, got a guest, Ryan Hammer, coming out in two weeks. So uh, what is that, February 14th, Huff? Yeah, two weeks away from today. So the two weeks episode, the episode after the Super Bowl. Yeah, so look out for that episode coming up. It's going to be a good one. Uh, other than that, not much going on. Nice to hear from you here this week, Mackie. Let's get this week rolling. Jump into our episode here this week. Episode 23, like we said, the Super Bowl here, February 11th, Sunday, February 11th in Las Vegas, Nevada. And we also have March Madness coming up here 50 days away, just 50 days away. I know we're hot here in college football or college basketball um, in our bets. The boys, Huff and Mackie, taking care of those. So lots to look forward to as we gear up for the Super Bowl, or the big game, and March Madness. It's pretty crazy. March Madness is only 50 days away. Yeah, I realized when we were like up like 25 units, I was like, this is so early in the season. And then I was like, it's like, it's really not. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's like February. You have like 140 plays or 130 yeah. plays. <laughs> yeah, it's fire, yeah, it's though. I just tell that blindly. I'm, I don't watch much college basketball. I just cash on it. And you guys are doing all the work. So shout out to you, too. For La- that. Last Easy night money. was sweaty. That that Clemson game, dude, that was bad. That, was that bullshit, run at the man. end, dude, that was I mean, bad. We, we got it back with Michigan State because I did say that we were probably going to go uh, two, two and two. two. But. Um, it kind of flipped on us, you know. Yeah, we thought Clemson and Michigan State were going to be the two winners, and but no, I don't know. Oh, Indiana, we thought, and, uh, we thought Indiana Michigan and Clemson going to lose. They turned. I do got to chirp you guys about yesterday real quick though. I threw one hockey play in the chat with two games on a slate. Nobody said anything, and it hit the Sharks I was gonna, on the money I, line. I think that's the only time this year I'll do that, dude. Ace, I'm not even kidding. I remember dude, I got out of my unit, Ace. 
Ace, I got yeah, it out of my it men's league game. Sharks. I checked the score. I saw it was 0-0. Zero, zero. I'm like, all right, Ace sent the Sharks. I'm like, this is definitely the kind of game where if it stays low scoring, the Sharks are going to win. And I just live bet under four and a half at plus 130. And I was like watching, watching, watching. Sharks scored the first goal. I was like, oh, they're definitely going to win this game. I was like, but it was too late. If they would have scored the first goal in the second period, I would have taken their money line, but they scored it like what was in the third, I think. Yeah, I think they got a late one. I, the yeah, only so I they were them, immediately like minus 220 to win the game. The only reason I took them was I streamed Blackwood and Fantasy. has been hot lately. I was like, you know what? Against the crack, we don't score that much. Maybe it'll stymie him. I told my buddy he's going to get a shutout. Andy cooked it up. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, they, it's sick. Yeah, and crack and we—it's like the we Bears money line. Streak. It's we like the Bears money line. Seattle though. and now, uh, now Seattle's been cold the past couple of games. They haven't been too profitable as of late. Yeah, they'll hang around. They'll hang around the midway point. But um, yeah, no, like I said, like the that that Sharks bet's gonna be like the Bears bet all year. That's the only Sharks money line bet you're gonna see on my card. Um, so don't expect that very often. Just thought that was a funny one. <laughs> Sharks are a tough one here to bet on, for sure. All right, let's get started here this week in the NFL. Starting off, Patrick Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs, went into M&T Bank Stadium on Sunday to come their fourth AFC championship in the past six seasons with Mahomes under center. Chiefs won the game 17-10, and Travis Kelsey showed that he's still the best tight end in the NFL, putting up 11 receptions, 116 yards, and the game's first touchdown. Did this game tell you anything more about the Chiefs or possibly the Ravens coming out of this AFC championship. What do you guys think after this AFC championship? Mackie, go for it. Uh, it definitely says more about the Chiefs just because this team, I mean, even I did. I read them, I wrote them off. I thought they were going to win one one playoff game, going to Buffalo and lose. Taking care of business, taking care of business, taking care of business. And Travis Kelsey getting written off. People are asking if he should retire after the season. Comes out, what did he say, 162 yards and a touchdown? 116 and 11th catches okay. for a tutty. That's just insane. Like, this guy, like, w w on the big stage, he's going to get the job done. Mahomes going to get the job done. And now they have one of the best defenses in the league on their back, too. So, um, this team, I mean, no one's slowing them down. I, I have them in the Super Bowl. We're not, we don't have to get into that now. But um, this says a lot about the Chiefs, I think. I think the Ravens even played a good game. But uh, it, you can't count, count out Pat Mahomes. Yeah, you're right. And that, that game they played was expect I, I expected all along. The AFC's their division to run. Had them back to back games on the money line at such plus high value. Can't believe that Patrick Mahomes was getting disrespected like that. I think they use it as fire too. They were like, they count us as underdogs. Like, are you kidding me? Like I'm at four and a half. And the thing is you're right with Kelsey. Kelsey underdog. popped off. But if you watch that game, every single chance they had, every big moment was in Kelsey's hands every time. Third down conversion, third down conversion, third down conversion, touchdown. It's like that was the guy who was looking for. Rasheed Rice snapped off a bet too, I thought. But those two, along with Pacheco and Mahomes, make up that Chiefs offense as a whole. Those four right there. Yeah. Did you, I was watching McAfee today. He was interviewing Kelsey. I'm actually watching the rerun of it right now. Kelsey's on TV right now. But Mahomes popped in and they were, or uh, McAfee starts going nuts when Mahomes comes in. And then uh, later on, Kelsey starts talking about the situation that happened pregame with. Uh, Justin, Justin Tucker, Tucker in the warm-up situation, and Kelsey said Tucker broke an unwritten rule or something like that. And obviously, you heard what Tucker said after the game. He's like, "I just want to brush her under the rug." You know what I mean? No, no harm, no foul. And Kelsey comes right on ESPN this morning at noon and goes, "Yeah, he broke an unwritten rule. We're not going to mess around with that." Like basically, just stood on what he did yeah. in the game. It was great. Stood on but, business. Yeah, literally. He was, it was a good interview. If you didn't see that, you should watch it. But, uh, yeah, I, I think the Chiefs, that the get game definitely means more for the – or mean, tells me more about the Chiefs than it did for the Ravens, especially 
I didn't. I had the Chiefs in that game. I gave them the points. That was my mortal lock of the week. The four, mm-hmm. plus the four points. Um, I, obviously, coming into this Super Bowl, it's a different story. It's a neutral site out in Vegas. I'll, well, I'll get into all my takes on that next week. Um, but in this game specifically, the Chiefs they basically went into Baltimore, played the Ravens kind of style of football in a lower scoring AFC style game. Yeah, just shut up the crowd. Put all that Ray Lewis Hall of Fame uh, hype up the crowd bullshit. All that to the end. Travis Kelsey came out and just showed we're going to win this game, and it's going to be on the on the shoulders of fifteen and eighty seven. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. Well, let's look at it from the other side, though. I mean, what does this say about the Ravens? Ravens haven't been able to get it done. Lamar Jackson. What does he have? One playoff win against a rookie, CJ Stroud. Um, when you got to have that conversation? He's, is he a regular season quarterback? I- it's tough to look at because his playoff size sample is so small and they did themselves no justice in that conversation by getting the bye. Would have liked another Mar Jackson win on the schedule. Obviously, you want that bye seed. I mean, they've had, he's beaten who he's supposed to, but it's Patrick Mahomes that he's losing to. I don't know how much you can overreact. I know they were stifled, but that defense, like you said, Mackie, has really been the beating drum of this team. They have been, even during the downtimes of the season early on, Spagnuolo was firing up crazy blitzes. I loved how he was spending those speedy DBs after Lamar because they were able to wrap him up. But they they silenced that offense. Yeah, I mean, Lamar, honestly, he didn't really play bad, just not really able to get it done. He had to have a stellar game, and he just didn't. Um, I mean, he's, no diced up some pretty, he's diced up some pretty elite defenses this year, so it's not like he couldn't do it against a Chiefs defense, uh, who's probably not as good buzzing. as the Niners. They were buzzing, though. The way Spagnola has them playing, they were all over the ball. The receivers created no separation. The only guy in the offense that popped off to me, besides Lamar, who I would have liked to have seen more from on the ground, was Zay Flowers. That's the thing about Lamar all season. That's why he had an MVP season. He was able to make those top defenses look like mediocre defenses. And he what happened able to, to the it. Isaiah Likely that you were saying was potentially better than Andrews using in the situation? Neither of them showed up. The running yeah, backs who were serviceable during the season were terrible out, out there. And uh, Odell Beckham Jr., quiet. Nelson Aguilar, he- quiet. Here's the number one takeaway for me. I think would they rush the ball uh, eight to ten times? Like how many they totally did Lamar avo- have? Not enough. Dude, they, they totally avoided the run game. What got uh, them to this spot? Like did you what, see that? Joe? Stat? What it was like all their blowout wins? They would run the ball like three times the amount of times they ran the ball in that in that game. Sixteen total carries for the yeah. team. Eight for Lamar. Three for Gus Edwards. Two for Zay Flowers, and three for Justice Hill. So six six rushes by a running back. You're the Baltimore Ravens. That's what got you to this spot. I know you don't have the elite running back. I know you're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs, and you want to think you have to put up all these points. A 17-10 game, I like to think if they don't abandon the run game in the first half, they could have hung in this thing. I would have kept they did off hang the field, in this. too. They just exactly. didn't give it to the MVP. The MVP didn't have enough looks, and maybe that's his own doing. Maybe it's just that defense was so confusing to them. A huge that's interception, I, too. That's what I think. It Yeah. Oh, terrible throw. He looked like Mac Jones out there. I was telling my brother, I'm like, terrible, a, a terrible interception. And the yeah. people are like, is that defensive pass interference? That never even crossed my mind. The ball was caught so far in front of the actual receivers. It didn't. Yeah, it was never it. catchable. Yeah, it was never yeah. really catchable. It was never getting through. I mean, I guess you could say it was because it was there. The, the contact was there before the ball was in his hands, but it was almost irrelevant by that point. Yeah. The, yeah. The, such a bad throw. Terrible look. I think he was trying to do too much, but do it on the ground, Lamar. What gets you these MVPs? What wins you these games? I think it's just the Kansas City Chiefs, the dynasty of the Kansas City Chiefs coming into your house. They played this up as the biggest game in M&T Bank Stadium history, and it got in everybody's head, and you start second-guessing everything, try and change your narrative. And that's why the Chiefs are who they are right now. Only team to take out Mahomes and the Chiefs in the playoffs is who? Joe Barrow. And it was it was an overtime, right? And Tom yeah. Brady. 
Yeah, Tom Brady as well. That was before the dynasty, though. Like that was before their true run. I guess it was still in it though. Yeah, that was they won. They won. They didn't won yet. That was the only thing. But they 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 lost in divisional round. But they were like thirteen and three that year. Yeah, I agree with Huff. I think that's not a part of the dynasty, but they definitely counted in their AFC streak stat. Right. Right. Um, I don't know. Tough to see, but that defense, man, Chris Jones. That guy looked like the best player on the field every time. He was disruptive everywhere. A lot of other names stepped up too. That secondary McDuffie, the All Pro, he's the All Pro corner on the outside, locking people up. The Zay Flowers fumble, though, how big is that play? If that doesn't happen, he's down at the one. I mean, do they go on to win that game? Do they have a better chance? Because they had that momentum at the end. They shut out the Chiefs three to nothing in the second half. Yeah, it was it was just one of those games. I feel it. Like, I don't know. I don't think that. I, obviously, it would have changed the entire game, but I, I still think the Chiefs would have came out on top. I mean. You give agreed, a um, you give a coin flip to Pat Mahomes every single time. To be honest, but that place did get rocking. You saw them bring out Terrell Suggs. I saw him come out and hype up the crowd. They got that crucial stop on the Chiefs after they got the ball out. I don't know if you guys remember that, but that stadium was kind of getting its energy in the second half. If if Zay Flowers gets in there, I don't I don't know how that game ends. Actually, I I agree. Speaking of Terrell Suggs, I saw the you know the bar, or the Homer Simpson meme where he's backing in and out of the bush wearing a different shirt. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I saw one yeah, make one of Terrell Suggs. He t- he comes back out wearing the t- wearing his Chiefs jersey from the year he played for the Chiefs. It was funny. Yeah, it's a tough scene. That's why you don't jump ship in your last year. But I get it, I guess. Um, but yeah, the the Ravens team. I mean, that was such a tough loss for them. Great team too. I mean, the defense stepped up. They stepped up to the plate. You held the Chiefs to 17 points. I think that's. A good I will job. say this, like truly, as a Steelers fan, it did feel like this was the year for the Ravens. And where they go from here, they just lost their defensive coordinator. Obviously, we know how their defense played all year, that hard hitting. You hear guys say it all around. The, I listened to Kelsey say it on this interview, how you know they're one of the hardest hitting defenses. You kind of know what you're getting yourself into. And I, I don't know if that's the coordinator, if that's the players they have there. Obviously, they still have Roquan. They still got Kyle Hamilton, who kind of Travis Kelsey took for a ride for a little yeah, bit. Of that I mean, they, they matched up man game. by man. Yeah, that was a tough look for the young guy, but... Um, I, I definitely think this Ravens team will be back next year, at least in the divisional round. I definitely think they'll win a playoff game, but it really comes down to the big moments for Lamar, like a touchdown. Yeah, I know this was a lower scoring game, but one touchdown, like we, you got to use your legs. If, if that's not what they're calling you, he's at the point, dude, you just want an MVP. You're calling your own plays, like switch the fucking play, like get a feel for the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. And I think they'll be back. I mean, they have enough people with Lamar. Um, Roquan, I think they were really missing that running back too. Maybe that elite running back helps out. Is is Odell a free agent? Because he was like crying on the sidelines. He should be like, gone. He should yeah. be gone. He's washed up. Yeah, man, I Zay Flowers, the only one that looked like he had juice in his legs. They need new receivers. I think Bate- I actually think Bateman's a good second option there. Yeah, he's not. Maybe a third. What if you got a legit receiver? You know what I mean? Draft I think, one even. Do you think it's crazy that I think they could get T Higgins as that's an option? Yeah, but they just don't have the money, do they? Because they paid Roquan Lamar. Yeah, I don't know. They always find a way. They're always one of those teams that finds yeah. a way for a big free agent. You're speaking about Kyle Hamilton. It reminded me of another point I wanted to say on this game. I feel like another reason is it goes along with the Chiefs coming in and being the big bad dynasty and whatnot. The composure level of the Ravens really cost them too. A lot of bad penalties taken, even by the veteran Kyle Van Noy, who's won a Super Bowls with the Patriots, punches Kelsey in the face. You know what Travis Kelsey's going to do. He's going to play as the best player on his offense. And he's going to talk shit to you the whole time. You got to stay composed. Bad penalties hurting them all night long. Even on that Roquan Smith play at the end, it didn't seem like much. You know when he was supposed to take the intentional offsides, let out his frustration, and blew up the Chiefs lineman? I mean, in a perfect world for the Ravens, everything went right. They would have gotten the ball back on the next three and out. 
and you just pin yourself back at the one. It's that's just the storybook of that game really coming or out. Or how there. about but I, I, I kind of zoned out there for a second. Or how about the 40 yard play by Zay Flowers and then he taunts and takes a 15 yard Yeah. Oh point. my God. That's a no- yeah. perfect example. Like, but, are you kidding? But at the end of the day, who was the better team in that game? Chiefs. Yeah, they the won Chiefs the game. For sure. But like, yeah, like it wasn't like a fluke that the Chiefs won that game. No, they, no, no, no. They, not they, not were, the, no, they were, were in team. control the whole they time. They were the but better team on that field. It got close late. That late you field could just, Mackie, I think I'm just trying to say you can look at spots where the Ravens, there's so many things you can point to and be like, if they didn't do this right, or right, this yeah. or this, it's not a this and this and this. It was like one thing. He, the Zay Flowers fumble changes the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. But like you look at like the, the like uh, Detroit, San Francisco, which we'll get into. You, I, I would say Detroit was the better team on that field. They just, you know, didn't win the football. But the game. better team didn't win. Yeah. 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 Chiefs, Chiefs were the better team. They they deserved to throughout, win. I mean, they controlled the game throughout. They were never in jeopardy of losing. There was just chances where the Ravens could have came back. Made and it interesting. It. Yeah, yeah, made yeah. it very interesting. Yeah, for sure. I I think no, my brother was at the stadium last touch on this game. He said he said How's it he felt feeling? like we were yeah, he was just like depressed it seemed because like Hoff said with the defense defense just departing beat up on that you know so he's like oh, i thought this was it this was i was like yeah it's just the mahomes <laughs> dynasty i think i think they just come back same same exact way retool in different spots and they'll they'll be there it's just the mahomes dynasty you, i mean you can't build a team to stop mahomes like there's he just changed you like, held them to 17 points like yeah that's the what, that's, game. hang your hat on that i think it's a good loss for the ravens actually a good loss for ravens lamar jackson will find himself back in that spot i don't know if they'll take one year or if they'll take three to five years but he's he's got that big contract like roquan they'll be back they'll win a playoff game next year yeah it's just whether yeah. they run into the chiefs in the second round or the afc yeah you just gotta hope someone <laughs> knocks the chiefs out or something like that let's get in the saves or nfc championship yeah, moving over here to the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers defended their home field in the NFC Championship, securing the victory over Detroit 34-31 to what was an overall insane, insane game. Lions led 24-7 to at halftime after Detroit jumped out to a quick 14-0 lead. 49ers stayed the course and put up 27 unanswered points in the second half. Lions managed to cover the 7.5 after a late scare uh, <clears throat> of going down 10. Dan Campbell says he knows how hard it is to get these moments. Do you see the Lions team getting back to their game soon? You see them getting back to their game soon here, coming into <laughs> the end of this season, the next season. He's got a demon. Uh, I'm doing I'll, what the Lions did. You're choking on live TV. Yeah, I'll start. I'll start us out here. I do. I do think they can get back to this spot. The the NFC. Obviously, we know what the Niners are. They finally get back to the Super Bowl. A down year for the Eagles, but I definitely think they're in that top four with Dallas, Philly, and San Fran. Do you think uh, they get the better? NFC. I, I think they can get they, better. I think the only thing they need to address is the defense. That. They have a they good enough need, offense. They, they don't need, need to, to get better. They don't. They simply That's what I'm do saying. not need to get better. Their defense needs to get a lot better. Not in the NFC. They don't. They just had it. They just no, had these NFC teams are growing. Dallas does not Jordan Love is here. Jordan Love is here. Packers, okay, yeah, he had a good showing last year. That team is still not built for a Super Bowl. And the Lions are going to be atop that division for at least the next two years, in my Green opinion. Green Bay's going up. I think, I, 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 think, I think they're good enough. I think that team was good enough for a Super Bowl this year. I, I, I really do. Jared I think Jared Goff is. What? I don't think Jared Goff's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I disagree. I think he can win one. I, I think with the right team, 100%. I mean, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl with the right team. So Yeah, yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, he got Here's, there already. 
He got Here's there out of fourteen and two record. Like he he's been there. He I don't has think it. He'll be much he better than this. Is he, my turn, opinion. he hasn't turned the ball over either. Really, I mean, the NFC is not a hard road to get through. You don't. It's have... going to get harder though. It's not. I, I, how... I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the Eagles are down are, are uh, going down too. But I think the Cowboys can't get there regardless. It's just the Niners, Cowboys and they had them by the balls this this game. They just didn't get the job done. And if you're saying the Packers, I mean, I don't think they have to worry about them just yet. And they're in the same division, divisional matchup. There's a better chance of winning that game anyway. Yeah, I think. Here's, I just think they need to, the, if they address the defense, like they do not need anything on offense. Their offensive line is great. Their receivers, obviously, Jameson Williams and Monroe St. Brown. The running backs are legit. Best rushing offense in the NFL, if not one of them. The, here's a list of free agent defensive guys. I'd like to see them go get any of these guys. Obviously, <laughs> one playing in the Super Bowl, Chris Jones. That'd be an excellent addition. Brian Burns from Carolina, they're looking to move on from him. Uh, Daniil Hunter, Minnesota, Christian Wilkins on Miami, like any of those pieces. You look at Detroit's defense and you're like, okay, Aiden Hutchinson and yeah. whatever, any one of those players, you're that like, corner, okay. Who's that corner that was playing out there? I was going to say, I, yeah, I forget his first name, Devin oh, or Darren Brian. Branch, Brian Branch, something like that. Brian Branch, but I and then like an Antoine Winfield from the – or Antoine Winfield from the uh, – Bucks, someone like that. They they have some agent he? money. He's only five years in. He just got off his rookie deal. Yeah, that's a good that's a good uh good deal then. I think you gotta get rid of um Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Yeah, get that guy the fuck out of there, man. Holy Why, shit. talking all that shit. And I, then he doesn't do up. anything. He's ass. Like his interception was a tipped ball. He is good. No, he's landed. good. He's a good player. He's good. No, I, like I don't know. I don't I don't like him. I think he got but carried there with the Lions. He looks like a dumbass. Now. He got carried there with the Lions and he just looks stupid. But he changed that know. culture. He's the one who brought the Those uh, type of players have a two year those type, those type of players have a two year prime and then they're they're done. He was he and was so good on New Orleans. Do you remember him on New Orleans? Yeah, that was when he was the best when he was young. Yeah, and him and him and Lattimore, they, that was an unreal defense. Didn't he get his chain snatched? Yeah, he was the Bears no, receiver. No, Lattimore did by my Yeah, no, I oh, think it was oh, Javon Wims that punched him in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and Garner Johnson just stands there and looks at him. It was so funny. And then he gets punched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he gets popped. No, but back to this game. I mean, yeah, the Lions, we'll have to see as time goes on. They they, they have a young team. That's a good point. I didn't think about the playmakers around them on offense, but ah, just not sold on Jared Goff. Seen him lose too many big games. Dan Campbell, too. Guy, guy's an idiot. I mean, honestly, let's talk about some of those decisions there. How did If this those somewhat- work, though, like, the, hey, you're what, do you mean, what do you mean, Jared Goff, you've seen him lose too many big games? He's literally been in two playoffs. The NFC Championship in the Super Bowl. He lost to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, and then he went to the he got yeah, he, he brought the Lions to their first two playoff wins. He said he he's got a better playoff resume than any other quarterback we could talk about right now, except for Pat Mahomes and maybe Joe Burrow. Yeah, but he's gotten to the spot and hasn't won, so he hasn't he hasn't done he's, enough to win those games yet. Like you you wouldn't say that about Josh Allen. You wouldn't say that about Lamar yes, Jackson. I, do. I said it last week. So who do you think can actually win a Super Bowl besides Pat Mahomes? No, no, no. They have to get you have to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, nobody though. Like what about Jalen Hurts? Can you get the job done? I was gonna say Burrow. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, maybe Burrow because he's already beaten him. I I think Jared Goff is a clutch quarterback. I mean, I I don't I think that was uh, an invalid statement. I think he's he's just inflated with the team he has around him. Great great team that they built around that guy. But no, talking about this game more. So let's talk about some of those Dan Campbell decisions. Though, Huff, you don't think those were dumb decisions? I mean, you got to kick the field goal. Oh no, 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 no! I I agree completely. But the first like, one, I, I I don't mind the decision. The first one, I don't. After the first, dude, the first one gave them momentum, though. They gave them so much momentum. Yeah, but if if they just didn't make the second or third mistake, it 
it might not have mattered. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, but you're like, playing. It, it, it put it pumped life back into a stadium that thought the game was over. And you're why are you gambling against the best defense? You're oh, yeah. You're oh. going as seven point underdogs, and you're sitting here gambling three, four times in a row. Like the oh first time, okay, God. I get it. That's that's like what you do. You're the Lions. Yeah, you yeah. Gamble. I you get have to it. Gamble. Yeah. Not the second and the third when they oh it's consistently not working and you're just leaving points out there on the board like you got to learn from your mistakes. That's, I that was horrible. He was, he, he was living or dying by it, and that was very clear. But I mean, at some point you got to actually like bring numbers into it. Like yeah. this, this just isn't working. You're down by three and you yeah. can get three. Like, <laughs> come on, <laughs> like come on. Oh my god, I I understand it though. Like that he felt like he needed to get seven there. But man, come on! You get seven there. They're down four. They need the, the touchdown, which they probably would have ended up getting anyway. Just tie the game and try to get the ball back. Well, you guys, maybe. last time I want to touch on that Chiefs game. You guys don't think these coaches are stupid though nowadays? It's like, oh my god, the advanced analytics is getting their head because Andy Reid went for it on fourth and two when they were up like seven or ten, and you could have extended your lead even more when points were tough to come by in that game. You don't just. Take points whenever you get them in the playoffs. Dude, dude people, coaches are getting more ballsy. They're not playing by the book. They're thinking bigger picture. Like, I mean, I, I if you have that type of offense, if you're if you're rolling, I think the, the numbers like, are there to go for it. But like, it's not old time football anymore. He's like like Belichick would never do anything. Never, like never, ever. Because he plays even. by the book. He's a smart, smart. Dude, it's old-time three points. Oh my god. It's the, just the last new, one. Even the Andy Reid baffles me. It baffles me. Like Andy Reid's not even a new coach, but I mean, it is like these this new generation of coaches that are just changing the game. I guess. Yeah. I think it's more their players. They're like the players are like, yo, fourth and two. You I can get this. five yards. It's it's the analytics. Is exactly. They're gonna say they got it's, this every time. Players have been doing that forever, but the coach statistically, has to be able to say, no, no, we're gonna statistically tie the game. they should be going for it. I'm <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like, like, oh, actually, just it's fourth down, and we're down by three. Yeah, we're probably going to send the field goal. You know, they should have been running on the field without even being told. Like, I don't understand what's like, going on. I heard, a, I heard a lot. The one, the producer on McAfee shows are like a lifelong Lions fans. And he was like, I'm not going to lie. I'm OK with them going for going for the fourth down conversions there because the the, the old Lions would kick a field goal there, or send the field goal team out and there miss. and miss the field goal. Yeah. And then he didn't want to. Like he didn't want to be yeah. Tyler Bass. He didn't want to make his kicker Tyler Bass. I guess. Yeah. But no, I mean we haven't we haven't even talked about the team that won the game, the San Francisco 49ers. It's funny because every playoff game we're like, it's because they, they like, were so expected. They're getting it's so underwhelming too. <laughs> and then, I mean, and then they, they win every time. You want to know why? It's because they have the best player in the league who should be the MVP. I remember when you guys were talking about Tyreek Hill, and I said it's a quarterback award, which it is. I think McCaffrey's the most the best player in the league. Yeah, Behind, I, I, on that yeah, offense. On that he's, offense, he's definitely the most valuable non-quarterback in the league. But I mean, it's just so hard to gauge. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, like, he's the reason. Like, everybody else is doing their thing. The defense stepped up in the right times, even though they were terrible in the first half. And I know they have Debo playing through the injury, doing well. Two weeks off, great for him. Ayuk looked good. You, the only thing is, the Niners haven't. I mean, they like they didn't win that game. The Lions lost it. At, like they did they, not win. They, they put did up not a lot it. of points though. And you know yeah. who looked good? You can't tell me in the second half that Brock Purdy didn't look good. He was using his legs. Great. To play great. Too. I was surprised great. at the speed you had coming out of the box. I was gonna say when he started running around a little bit, I was even like, damn, I didn't know he would do this. Like he seems mm-hmm. like he's like scared to run. You yeah. The Chiefs defense gives him hell. Yeah, yeah. But that guy's he's been cool in the face of pressure so far. 
And it's tough to give, like, you know who's not going to run the ball six times with their running backs? Kyle Shanahan. With Kyle Juszczyk and that great O-line. I mean, I don't that's... Wanna, I don't want to get into the Super Bowl too much, mm. but to just answer this one question because it just came in my head. Does the fact that the Ravens stomped the 49ers in San Francisco and the fact that the Chiefs just beat the Ravens in the biggest game of their Absolutely season affect not. your decision at all? No? Absolutely not. You can't play tit for tat like that because then the Jets are better than than every single team in the. Well, the Patriots still, are better than I still the think Bills. You could, so. I still, I still think you can look at certain spots like that. I don't think you can every spot in the every spot. But no, it's different though in the so, because it's a big game. Yeah. Let's save know. that for next week. Let's save that for next week. We'll have some good conversation. Let's go back to this Lions and, and Niners game. I mean, did you guys? I remember I texted in the chat many a time. I was like, Mackie, is now the time to bet the the Niners live? You're like, not yet. It's coming. No, I was, I, you said it, and I was like, I was literally just about to do it, and then I was like, nah, I can't do it, but you might have done it. Yeah, oh, I did. And you know what <laughs> else was the best part? At halftime, two down 24-7, sitting with a bunch of people who were rooting for the Lions, I'm sure, like, most of America was. I was like, oh, if I have my future on the Niners, I'm all in on the Niners, been in on them all year, like, what the hell is going on? And then the second half, I kept saying to myself, I'm like, a lot of game left, a lot of game left, and then they just took off and did their thing. The defense came up with the turnovers. Um, the offense was punching the ball in the end zone and Purdy was moving the ball. Um, everything was clicking and I don't, I don't know why it takes them so long to wake up sometimes, but they're not going to be able to do that next week, but it was, it was a good comeback win. Kyle use check too. Did you see his usage in the passing game? That's pretty crazy. They were using him out wide and nobody, there was no answer for him. He had that toe tap that one across the middle of the field too. Yeah, I was going to say, he's looking like a slot receiver out there. Yeah, I'm like, when your fullback's that athletic, it's tough to cover. Because think about it, you have McCaffrey, Juszczyk, Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk out there. It's like, all I'd right, have, none of those guys are slouches. I'd use I'd use Juszczyk a lot uh, next Sunday if I was a 49ers. Yeah. Against right. that defense. Yeah, they're going to use everybody. And he clears up the holes, too. And then did you see Elijah Mitchell come in. Didn't he run one in as well? I think he had the game-winning touchdown. Um, McCaffrey almost had the hat trick. I had him for two-plus cuff. We called that on the live stream. But I carded one and the money line, which was nice. Both hit. Yep. A lot of options from that offense and uh, just a great team overall. I mean, they're so talented. We're going to get the, the super QB one from the AFC and the, the super team one from the NFC here. So this will be a great one. I'm excited for it. Two great conference games, though. Call them both to a T. To a T. But Huff, we called that one on the live stream perfectly. We literally said they're going to be covered. Niners yep. win. Lions cover Niners win. Best line Vegas could have given you. Imagine if we carded both. We looked like geniuses. But oh, if you went to know, didn't you? Yeah, I just had both underdog spreads, Chiefs yeah. and the Lions. Nice, nice man. Good job. Good, good week. Of football. Oh, nice Mackie, little three Mackie, game. Did you go one and zero. Get my first playoff bet. Clap it up when we hear it. Come on, give me, it, give me it. As a dog. Ooh, go I Mackie. saw one of your buddies Woo. comment on your on the Instagram post. They're like, ah, oh, Mackie's on a roll yeah. right now. Don't let me get hot. No, nah, I just wanted to get that one out of the way so I wasn't over in the playoffs. I might not even play a Super Bowl bet now. <laughs> you know Mackie's what? I'm like, gonna make up all of his units. Mackie's, in the Super I'm gonna Bowl. nuke gonna every I'm gonna, prop. I'm gonna nuke a 33 unit play <laughs> on the Chiefs on money line. So I'll hit at 37 percent on the year and be hopefully be zero units Mackie, just put it all on the coin toss yeah i could do that i'm I, i'm pretty good luck with that too yeah we got we'll get into those next week we got some good stuff looking forward to and uh you know the boys will be prop shopping and cooking it up let's get into this other nfl stuff 
What's going on, everybody? Jesse from Hit the Books here. I want to tell you a little bit about Zencaster. We use Zencaster because it's the best solution for us to record our episodes each week with four of us in different locations. Coordination is hard, and Zencaster makes that easy. Like I said, it's so easy. It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Just log in with your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of Zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups. Ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality even if the connection is unstable. Zencaster's an all-in-one platform. If you've thought about podcasting before and realized that you need a lot of different tools and services, those days are over. Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform. You can create a podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other major destinations. If you're interested, go to Zencaster.com slash pricing. Use our code HITTHEBOOKS, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same experience, easy experience we do, with all our podcasting and content needs, it's time to share your story. Make sure to use our link in the description below or our offer code hit the books at zencaster.com slash pricing for 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. Let's keep on moving here. The 2024 NFL Pro Bowl takes place on Sunday, February 4th here this Sunday, Orlando, Florida at 3 p.m. Eastern. You guys got any picks on this game? I know it's not a Huge deal. Nothing official here, obviously, but just for conversation. Do you have any picks going into the Pro Bowl here this year? Isn't the the AFC that wins every year and the NFC won last year? I'd probably just jump back on that. I am not betting on this shit. I, if I, I walk out there and I have a bet and I see someone just watch him run right by him, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. We could yeah. take a lot of people to score a touchdown. That's always a good one. Yeah, you're going to be like, oh, he's about to get tackled. Nope, that was a 60-yard touchdown. He's just not <laughs> I mean, Gardner Minshew's in the Pro Bowl. He's going to go be by. electric. Who do you think is going to be the best quarterback in it? Geno Smith, Gardner Minshew, Jalen Hurts. Those are always those are always the guys that ball out because they yeah. actually like. Try. Gardner Minshew's still playing for a starting job. Need me remind you, he's going How's... to take this one seriously. No way! No, he's not. Yes, he is. I How's scumbag? To. How scumbag is it to run the ball as a quarterback in the Pro Bowl? Because you're not well, going to get it. You can honestly just take it on the yard. Jalen Hurts going to do. Odd. All right, here's a good one for you. The chances that Jalen Hurts does a tush push with everybody from around the league before they no play. shot zero percent. <laughs> if he would, hilarious though. They did the tush push with like all the random players. They should make that a band. prop, right? Does Jalen Hurts do the tush push? That'd be hilarious. I think he does it. And then they so, don't yeah. get it, and then they're going to be like, "Wow, Jason Kelsey's a beast." Jason Kelsey, shout out to him on the retirement. OG. I got a little uh, a little st- side note here. I know we're not going to talk about the Super Bowl a lot, but uh, tickets on the secondary market for the Super Bowl are on track to be the most expensive in Super Bowl history. Uh, on Monday, on Monday on TickPick, they were an average ticket was ninety eight hundred fifteen dollars. Uh, that's nearly double the final average price of five thousand seven hundred ninety five dollars of last year's game between the Chiefs and Eagles. It's also higher than the previous high of seven thousand and forty-six dollars in the twenty twenty-one game in Tampa, Florida, uh, between the Bucks and the Chiefs. That one was due to COVID mainly. Obviously, we a lot of people believe because the stadium's only thirty-three percent capacity. But kind of crazy that tickets in Vegas are going for ninety-eight hundred dollars a pop. I feel like it just goes up every year, does it not? Yeah, theoretically, yeah. And you got to think like Vegas, like. They have Should different be the clubs and things built in. And so, like, those aren't just regular tickets. Like, you can't just go buy that. Like, you got to reserve a table and things like that. Yeah, for, like there's, t- there's tables that are being sold for the Super Bowl for, like... A million dollars. Yeah, 1.5 million for the one table table level view. 
That's yeah. just insane. We putting it on the card, boys? For you a three it- for a four hour football game? When you can put it on your TV for fucking idea. free. Yeah, just throw it on the company card. <laughs> Let's keep it moving here through the NFL. Head coaching positions and coordinator positions continue to get filled in. Pittsburgh Steelers are expected to hire former Atlanta Falcons head coach Arthur Smith to be their offensive coordinator. Smith led the NFL's number one rushing offense in Tennessee, where, he'll, where his new backfield and now feature not, will now feature Najee Harris and Jalen Warren to get his season started. Huff, what are you thinking about this one here in Pittsburgh? Arthur Smith, a possible addition here for them. What do you got? Yeah, it, it is official now. They, he is the offensive coordinator. They signed him, I think it was yesterday or this morning. Uh, so I, I do like this this signing. I think he's going to come in. Obviously, we don't know what the posi- the quarterback position is going to look like next year. Uh, I, I Fingers crossed it's Justin Fields. If we can make a move for that come draft night or leading up to it, that would be absolutely a perfect situation for me, him, Russ, uh, just any either of those guys. Probably Fields is the better option for the future, just to get the younger guy in here. Uh, it's going to be a higher asking price, but um, I, I think Arthur Smith going to come in here, run a nice rush-heavy offense, draft another offensive lineman. Um, I, I think the Steelers' offense is on the up and up, and the defense Tomlin always has. You know where we need with the the standard being the standard with the defense kind of saving the games and keeping us in things. But uh, I'm excited to see what he does. Obviously, everyone loves the clown, like an act like he, he underused Kyle Pitts, he underused Drake London, and he underused all these. Yeah, Bijan. Um, I, I don't know. I think the coordinator down there that obviously he was the true head coach. I think the coordinator down there was, uh, obviously definitely played part of a role in that. We'll have to see, uh, what, what comes in Pittsburgh. If he does the same thing here, then obviously it's the coach, not the team. So, um, we'll have to see. I'm excited for it though. I think Najee Harris, big year, obviously another year with Broderick Jones under, or under the left side. Uh, I think this offensive line is going to take a major leap coming into next year. Uh, like I said, it all comes down to the quarterback play. We have all the skill players we could need, just need someone under center. I think it's a good a good pickup. It gives some stability to an offense with a lot of question marks. You have a lot of good pieces there, too. Maybe it doesn't hurt that he uses the depth there because the depth of Pittsburgh is a little bit better since it's a wide receiver factory, Jalen Warren and Najee Harris together. Um, so we'll have to see what he does. I, I think it's not a terrible move, though, even though Mackie and I were clowning it off the rip because, come on, Arthur. <laughs> as a coordinator not too bad if you got him as your hc i don't know what you're doing but coordinator they usually excel in those roles yeah he's been nothing but good as a coordinator i mean with Tannehill, like we if we truly run it back next year with Pickett, which it's seeming like we're going to but um i i don't know i i think just run the ball and that's exactly what he likes to do i'm excited yeah i, I like when people bring in former head coaches to be OCs. Yeah, like that's. I mean, I'd rather that than some quarterbacks coach get promoted. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the the stage is too big for Arthur Smith as the head coach. When it shrinks down to the offense, he gets to know what he's doing. He's not let really Tomlin handle the media. Thing. Let Tomlin yeah. handle everything. The yeah, team. yeah. Like just focus on running an offense. I wouldn't be surprised if he's up in the box. Uh, yeah, uh, that's where can't, can't, I feel like our offensive coordinators always sit up top. Patriots are always on the fucking field. That's because they don't I want feel, you to know who's what would you do? I, I guess I don't really know what I would do. I think offense, I'd want to be depends up Depends on what kind of a coach you are. Yeah. I don't know. I think you want to be on the field. You just feel so disconnected up top, but you do see everything, obviously. You see everything. Yeah. Well, you're in a different mindset. Like, think about your mindset and the conversations around you and when you're in the box versus when you're on the field. Like, you're caught up. It depends on what type of coach you are. Like, Mike Tomlin would always be on the field, you know? Yeah. But I think if actually I'm not thinking back on it, I think I'd want to be on the field, but I'd have like my quarterback coach or wide receivers coach. Someone would have to be up there talking talking to you. Yeah. 
I'd need to know, like, what, what do you see? Tell me everything you see. Yeah. Then you're not doing it yourself. Well, I know, but I just want to. So then, I'm, obviously, you're still the one calling the plays, but you just want to see what they see. No, yeah, but like you can't, do. like you know, you're oh, that, yeah, yeah, you're that you're in that position for a reason. You see it better than yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. banking on somebody else's eyes. Interesting. That's a tough division. Alrighty, moving forward here to the NHL. Let's jump into our power rankings here for this week. Number five, we've got the Winnipeg Jets, followed by number four, the Florida Panthers. Number three, the Colorado Avalanche. Number two, the Boston Bruins. And one, the Vancouver Canucks sliding in there. What are we thinking about these power rankings coming into this week? Just uh, feel like a light week of NHL here this week. Yeah, all-star all break coming this week. There's like three or two or three games a night. Penguins haven't played since like last weekend. Uh, they don't play until Tuesday, so I've been kind of checked out of the NHL for the past couple of days, but I know tonight there's three games. Last night, I think there was one or two. The night before, there was one, so uh, it's definitely felt like a longer, all more stretched out all-star break just because the games that are on, I felt like haven't been as great, or am I wrong? Like the past couple nights, we've been watching like Columbus versus fucking St. Louis. Yeah, well, it's oh, also NHL, been, yeah. it's been a It's been a light slate also, too. I don't get why they spaced it out so much, like you said. Going um, into the maybe, break to do it, it's weird. But, but, no, but the Bruins, their last game. But like, like the Penguins haven't. Ago. I was gonna say the Penguins haven't played in like six days, and then I was looking. The Senators they don't play till after, the, right? The Senators play, played Monday, and they played tonight. Yeah, it's a weird. Like the NHL schedule is also so weird. So like the Penguins have a five or six day yeah, longer break actually, than Ottawa. No, Huff, yeah. the Ottawa break will be after afterwards. That's the thing. True, I didn't think of that. I didn't think about that either. And, and they and probably don't play until like next Friday. I didn't realize how much time they give off the most time between the all-star break out of any league. I feel like well, obviously the NFL, but like that's different. Um, this is the yeah, end of the season. I don't know. Doesn't talking about doesn't, some of these power rankings though. I can't believe you guys disrespect my Boston Bruins and not put them at number one. The Vancouver Canucks playing that not week. Number one. They play in that week West. We beat good teams night in and night out. I mean, we're in the national media. That's all right. I'll take. They the have zero game. regulation losses in their last ten games. Yeah, I mean, if we're going on, yeah, I guess you can go with these stats, but I'm going to put these guys up there every well, time. I mean, the Bruins are obviously like right there. It's not like it's disrespect. No, I know they're tied. They're literally tied too. You I don't even want to be number one because when you're number one, you lose in the first round. Yeah, so we already did that last year. I'm all set there. But uh, yeah, these rankings are good. Surprised. One thing I said this in the chat the other day. I was like, I can't believe we don't have the Oilers in there. They're on a 16 game heater. But uh, they're right on the outside. They started off so poorly. I mean, they'll get in there eventually, should, I think. They should probably be in there. We did miss out on that one. I mean, they're one of the best teams in the league right they're now. Are, so. I, but here's like our power game here. Not in my top five. Our power rankings have been more the, the top five teams overall in the league. Like we take the previous week and advance. Like, it's a big yeah. yeah. When you think of power rankings, you got to think of like the five last teams you want to see at this moment. Like that's that's just kind of how you got to think about point. it. Yeah, I usually, think when the Oilers when the Oilers break the record, which I think they will, Huff and I were scouting the games last week. And they play um, Vegas coming up? Yeah, in Vegas. Vegas. If they Vegas. get that, they'll get the record. But then yeah. they get the Ducks in the next one. Yeah. So, I mean, if they can do that, they'll probably get in our rankings. Regardless, they might be in. But there's a lot of good teams in the NHL right now. A lot of teams are buzzing. You know what's great, too, is everybody's getting healthy now. A lot of those guys that were on the IR are starting to come off activated for that next week after the all-star break i saw william carlson i saw villa hughes so Ilya samsonov stepping it up he got called back up to the maple Leafs, shut out in a couple one goal games against uh really jumping back on the scene 
But we're at the halfway point now. There's a lot of teams that still have question marks, the New Jersey Devils being the biggest one. And a lot of teams really looking at what they want to bring in at the deadline and if they're going to be buyers or sellers. Jack yeah. Hughes just got rolled out for the All-Star festivities, I saw. Yeah, these uh these moves at the all star or at the uh trade deadline are gonna be a lot of uh it's gonna show a lot about these teams. Cause there's a lot of these teams in the hunt like the Devils, man. I mean, what are they gonna do here? Sitting uh six points back in a playoff spot. This team was projected to be I think they were top three favorite for the cup mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. They were the, the favorite to win the East. Yeah, they're on the outside looking in now. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what they do at the trade deadline. Um I think the Penguins are kinda all in. I think they're definitely gonna be buyers at the de- at the deadline. They wouldn't go out and get Latang. Or uh, not saying you wouldn't go out. A lot of Carlson. teams that are buying, it's tied up in that bubble right now. You got to think like teams like the Islanders. You got to sell, man. Teams like the Islanders, uh, Caps probably. What about the, the Blues? Outside. They're on the western side. They're kind of heating up a little bit. They they're trying to figure. They out have out gotten hot the past couple of weeks, Ace. Yeah, yeah they're sitting in their playoffs. Weak right team now. though, in my opinion. So I don't I don't know, but that's how they won their cup. Remember they were at that potato. You know the hall they could half. get if they traded like that Robert Thomas or Kairu. Nevich, oh, bro, God. they got to get rid of Bushnevich. So high on Buchnevich, you think? You don't think he gets much better? I think the, the Rangers are looking at him. But no, he's uh, no, I'm high on Isn't him. Isn't he already a Ranger? No, yeah, he, he was. was. He was, yeah. He came in from the Rangers, and then he killed us with St. Louis, and now uh, we want him back, yeah. That's the way it goes. The Bruins I like, that, I like Thomas too. on St. Louis. The Bruins Rob are going to look to get a center. Our, our big rumor right now is Elias Lindholm to come over, but they want like Patra and Beecher. I don't know. It's a tough call. We might, we might be selling. Sweeney's always cooking up for the Bruins, though. Teams like Tampa, the two Florida teams have gotten really hot too. Tampa stays killing it with Kucherov leading the league in points, Stammer and Point playing well too. Vazzy's back, um, and then the Florida Panthers are playing great hockey. Reinhardt having a career year. That guy's gonna get paid too. Yeah. Oh, did shit. you guys see the? Did you guys see? I saw a survey. They surveyed NHL players on the most punchable players in the NHL. Yeah, it was an anonymous survey too. Yeah, Kachuk, Nick Cousins Kachuk. was one and Kachuk was three. The two of the Florida <laughs> Panthers are in the top three. <laughs> no, but Kachuk and his brother was right after him. Yeah, his other, the younger brother was right after him. Yeah. And then Tom and Wilson he, at five. Yeah. It's because no one wants to say they'll punch him because they'll just beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> yeah, that's what he did. He reset the, the Rangers organization. You can thank them for the rebuild. They caught them really good, I guess. So. Yes, sir. They've been in the dumps ever since. Tom Wilson, the owner of the Rangers, turned the keys, flipped the lights on. So that must make Maddie could chuck your daddy too. <laughs> no, I mean we were always good, still good, about the same. Been thirteen years. No, but like you guys were trashed. You weren't even in the playoffs, and then Tom Wilson. For what beat your two whole team years? Up. Yeah, I mean the Bruins are always in the playoffs. Mackie. We haven't had a cup in thirteen years. So, what'd you say the Rangers' last cup was? I'm not bragging. I'm not over here bragging about our accomplishments though. No, I'm just saying we're continually you in, the, are. in the playoff. We're, we're a playoff team every year. I'm just saying we're good. You we're, haven't won in 13 We years. were never a dumpster fire like you guys were, though. Rebuild. At least we didn't embarrass the king. Who? The king. Oh, yeah, that was tough. Laying down there. flat on the ice, Alec Martinez. You hate that. Yeah. yeah, we weren't good enough that year. No way. We're out of here, I guess. They're up and up, though. They're up and up. Boston's got to see a championship this year. You got two one seeds. Come on, man. Yeah, which one do you think is more likely? Got to be the Celtics. Right? NHL yeah, so it, so so much parity in the NHL. It's got to be the Celtics, just because yeah, it's in you know teams. The top teams are gonna stay the top teams. NHL, but, um, anybody can win. Like the the Blues could get in the playoffs. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Running. Like like the, like the Knicks are not gonna end up beating the Celtics. They're not even how good the Knicks are playing right now. I don't think. Yeah, that they're, like only a couple teams in the East can beat the Celtics. Actually. 
but I love the NHL. This weekend in the NHL, we have that all-star weekend here. Toronto, Canada, the skills competition being on Friday. The all-star three-on-three tournament being held on Saturday, uh, with the final being at 5 p.m. That's that same three-on-three format that we're used to the past couple of years. Uh, any comments on that, Ace? Yeah, I was just going to say, you guys like, since the Switch happened a few years ago, that they go three-on-three. Three. I think it's entertaining. It's so much more entertaining. Yeah. The high so scores it, are cool, too. Is it division-based, though, or do they draft? Yeah. I can't remember. It's division, I think, yeah. Which yeah, is pretty like cool. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's always a fun one to bet is the, the over in those games is awesome. That's my favorite thing to do. And Mackie, I know the Pro Bowl, I probably won't bet it, like you said. But the NHL All-Star game, I bet the overs if I happen to catch on TV. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it over seven and a half in this. And it goes like 23 goals in one game. I was going to say, it's a seven-minute game, though. It'll be like 11 to eight. Yeah. Because I remember last year I had one, and McKinnon and Kale McCarr scored three goals in like nine seconds at the end to cash. I was like, knew it the whole time. <laughs> Fun one to watch. A lot of great stars. Two of the Bruins going there. Happy to see that. Sway and Pasta. It'll be, I'll, I'll definitely tune in for this. Skills competition is a good time, too, in the NHL. Lots of good stuff out of the NHL. Let's move forward here. The NBA's next with our power rankings for this week. Number five, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Number four, the Los Angeles Clippers. Number three, the Milwaukee Bucks. Number two, the Oklahoma City Thunder. And number one, the Boston Celtics. Uh, there for you, Ace. What are we thinking out of these five teams for this week's power rankings in the NBA? Um, it's, yeah, the first week, it's the first week it's changed in a couple of weeks. Finally get the Clippers in there. They've obviously been They've on been a tear. Hot. Yeah. The Clippers are playing good basketball. You guys didn't like when they brought in Westbrook. I thought it was a good move. I think didn't want to I didn't like when they brought in Harden. It's been the best thing for yeah, them. that one too. I liked yeah. when they I thought that I liked that. It just reminded me of the Brooklyn Nets, but they actually kind of all play. Well, well it's, Harden's it's playing much, it's much nicer playing LA and you have Kawhi Leonard on the team too. When that guy does suit up on a nightly basis, he's fucking good. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Whenever you play with Kawhi, you have a chance to win anything. But um yeah, this team, I mean, they're built for a championship. If if Kawhi can get uh, Harden and PG their first ring, that can, that guy's top ten all time. <laughs> That's gonna be a tough team to see in the playoffs. I mean, they have so many threats. Russell Westbrook even played his best basketball since like his MVP days. The bench too; they actually have some depth around them, which is crazy. Unlike the Lakers, I mean, they're big time buyers because they can't seem to find anything to fit around Davis or James. It was tough to see. Warriors too; they're in the big conversation of being sellers. I mean, you think they will be any of those big stars moving on? No, nah, they're going to, I mean, because the NBA format now, you could be a 10 seed and still find and still a way to make noise the in the playoffs. Yeah. They have the star talent. They have, like, the players to get there. They're just not really playing well right now. So teams like that aren't going to sell. But, um, I mean, they're not playing good basketball. Clay's looking old. Draymond can't figure his shit out. Steph's been playing good basketball, but he can't do it all himself. Uh, they have a lot of problems. I think Steve Kerr's on the hot seat, if I'm not mistaken. But, um Mac, yeah, your Knicks have been shooting up the rankings lately since that OG. OG, trade. OG. I hated the trade, but holy shit. 14 and 2 since then. He hasn't been, he's been positive in a plus minus every single game. He's, he was positive 40 in one game. It's absolutely ridiculous numbers. Um, definitely the addition we needed. Dylan Brunson's playing incredible basketball. Uh, Julius Randle's been playing a little better. You have like the, the Villanova Knicks over here. Dante DiVincenzo, 33 points last night in the W. Um, Josh Hart also playing good basketball. That team's rolling right now. I know I just said they probably couldn't beat the Celtics in a seven-game series. But that's probably the only team I wouldn't take them. Well, not that I wouldn't take them over. It's the only team I don't think that they could possibly beat in a seven-game series in that Eastern Conference. Um, 
they're playing really good basketball. And if they go in as underdogs, they're not someone you want you really want to see. Yeah, and then meanwhile, the Miami Heat have been playing terrible. I saw they were thinking about moving on from Jimmy Butler. I'm like, no way. But they've been slipping big time. I don't know if that's something to worry about. Eight at game, all. eight game losing streak. They haven't won since they brought in Terry Rozier. Yeah, I know. And he's coming off the bench. They got to find their flow. But they've been they've been a weird team all season long, and they're never really that healthy too, which doesn't help. Sixers been weird too. Embiid uh, been in and out of the lineup lately. Still a now good is, team though. Is that is that Embiid injury? Uh, is it is it Big Huff? Suppose supposedly it's. I mean, did you see his MVP odds shift? No. So the night after he put up 73 points, he was plus 150 to win the oh, MVP. Okay, I saw that. And now he's plus like 15,000 yeah, because you have to play 65 games, so he's not going to qualify just because of this injury. Right, right, right. So he's at least going to miss four or five games, they think. More Another funny injury news. Did you see Ben Simmons made a comeback on Monday yeah, and he's not he playing tonight? He's out tonight. He played yep. well, though. Yeah, and he's out tonight. Yeah, injury. but that's just like him trying to probably get back into it. They don't want to overuse him right away, but... Overused, dude. He hasn't played in five years. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But... <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, a lot of players that come back after that long, they don't like just go out there and play 35 minutes every single night. Like, no, I know, I know. But it's like just play 15 minutes and then just play the next night like 15 minutes. Don't play yeah. like 30 and then just not play. Bro, I think he's just trying to like keep his name relevant so we can still keep making money. But like, I think he's trying to stay long. hurt so everyone can keep being like, wait till he's healthy, dude. <laughs> like his potential was there, but like we know what you're getting with Ben oh, Simmons, was, now. dude. I he hope he, sick. I hope he actually starts playing one day because like the the storyline of his career, if he turns back into a good player, would be so crazy. I, I think it's too late. I really it's, do. I it, think it, it, played yeah. well though. He can be. He can still be. Yeah, a good but like, think about how he was in the Sixers. Oh, just he the cancer? You mean? Oh, dude, he was oh, so oh, good. Oh, you're saying how good he was? Yeah, I agree. That'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, he plays a little bit more basketball though. I like when, I like watching him. Was he one of the rookies of the year that won in his second year? Yeah. Like Chet Holmgren's going to do the first one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Chet, I don't think Chet's going to win it anymore. But you know what I mean? Because he was the favorite for a little bit. Right, 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 right. Purdue can't fucking hit anything. Come on. Yeah, I'm not watching that game. I'm I'm just going to check it at the end. It's tied right now. It's going to be one of them games. Yeah, the blow. That's what Michigan State did yesterday. Time. I looked at it and I looked at it again like an hour and a half later. I was like, huh? They haven't gone on their big run yet. They're they're good for a twelve or ten zero run every home game they have. They're ch- fucking dude. E- every every layup Edie's had, there's three guys draped on him and they just foul. Him. The sooner it's or later, guys are gonna foul. Pitts minus two and a half. That game started at seven. Yeah, it's starting right now. One more point here out of the NBA. The Golden State Warriors reportedly will not break up their long-standing core of Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green unless Steph Curry agrees to the deal. What do you guys what do you guys think about these three players? Do you think that these three players will all retire Warriors? Um, I think this is just an interesting thing overall that's just said. I feel like this is one of those things that if what? that's a if that's if, true, you don't yeah, say that. What if, I don't if know. Stupid thing to announce to the public. Yeah. If this was the Penguins, if this was the Penguins, and Mary Lemieux came out and said, "We're not going to trade Malkin or Latang unless Crosby wants to," I'd say I'd rather not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Who the f- I, agree. I, like, I who who even came out and said this? Like, how accurate is it? I it feel came like- from it came from the score, and they're usually pretty credible. Like, I trust their shit. 
Yeah, for sure. I do too. But Jesus Christ, like that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. It's just one that of those should be a conversation that... between Steph Curry and whoever Bob Myers. Management. That's it. Yeah, Bob Myers. It's literally yeah. the only two people that should ever ha- like know about any of that. That's so crazy. But I mean, obviously, Steph's not going to be like, "Yeah, ship these guys off." Like, right? They're going to uh, say, "Steph, how bad do you want to win again?" There, he's going to be like, "I think we can get another one." They're going to be yeah, like, so, like what? "So, do you I, think it's with these guys, or do you want to yeah. be one of those guys that led two different, completely different teams with one franchise to the finals?" Draymond will a thousand percent retire if they want to move on from him. I think um, he, I think Draymond's going to retire after this year. Yeah, he definitely could. Yeah, and just make a ton of money on He's all in so he's all in the media now. He's like not he's checked out of actual basketball. But um and I think I I think Clay's ego's too high for him to just throw the game away if they want to move out and he'll try to go somewhere else, light it up, and he's just gonna be a dinosaur out there just fucking putting his duds. I truly think they'll keep Clay if Draymond retires. Dude, they were yeah. talking about getting rid of Clay after uh after Toronto, after they lost yeah. to Toronto. Yeah, when he was hurt. Yeah, so I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if if he was on his way. He's so streaky. Like, I mean, he could never lead his own team ever. What? He? I don't think he could ever lead his own team. In his prime, maybe, but definitely not now. Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't even think it's the style really... of player he was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's like he doesn't have the ball in his hands. He's a catch and no, shoot, like, catch and player. shoot. Yeah, and he's a defensive player, but he's, he's I mean, he's he'd be good at... there anymore because he's injured and old. So he's he'd really be good just... on like the Knicks or the guy like Brunson. I don't even think. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even. I don't think the Knicks would want him. No, I'm saying that's. I'm just saying that's the kind of guy that he'd be good with. Like Curry, there's a reason he's good. He plays with fucking Curry. Yeah, okay, we'll hold exactly. The ball. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't think the Warriors this this Warriors roster could never win another championship. But Steph's, I mean, you're wasting precious years, from Steph Curry. Like Le- Le- LeBron never. But it's LeBron... also like Steph earned those guys earned it. If they want to go out like that, that's how they want to go out. Like they earned that. Steph's not done though. I know. I know. Like, but the like, dynasty is over. But Steph's not a, done. Yeah, there's a reason they asked him. Like, what it's do you like want LeBron to do here? Leaving on from Miami in 2014. Like these guys are getting old. I'm not done though. I'm gonna go back to Cleveland with Kyrie, go win a championship. When he sees that team falling apart, he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go to LA. I'm not done yet. I'm gonna go to LA, build an empire, bring AD, go win a championship." Steph's just sitting here watching this team fall apart, and he's been there forever, so he's not going anywhere. But he can't really. I mean, what's he gonna say? Get these, get rid of these guys. I I I think he I think he should I think after this year we're gonna see. Um, I think Draymond's gonna retire. I think I I think that solves everything truly. Dre retires, Clay's gone. Now you got Kuminga, him. And, you, you can build that team right around him, and Kuminga, um, and just you, you have a lot of money after that if you get rid of Clay and, and Dre, sign some yeah. guys. Guys will always want to come play with Steph, and especially in Golden State, it's not like yeah, it's your, yeah, not like definitely. you're trying to get free agent guys to come to Milwaukee. You know who, what I mean? Who who do you think they should go out and get? I don't even know. Sign two guys. You... I I couldn't even name the biggest free agents coming into this summer. Cat. There's yeah, right there. That's that'd be perfect. You think Cat going to Golden Ooh. State would be good? Do you think Minnesota will move on from him after this big year they're having? I mean, they were talking about shipping him before the season, and then yeah, obviously. But that's what I'm saying. I think this big this big season they're having yeah, kind of shows like I don't think they're going to want to pay him. Yeah, true. NBA just says fuck their like they moved their superstars on from like 
It's crazy, dude. Yeah. The like if this had- happened in the if this happened in the NFL and the cat was a quarterback, he'd have a starting job for five years with that team. But Cat's been there forever, so I mean that yeah. could be a little different too. But now, I mean, he's not the main guy. Everyone knows Ant's the main guy there. Yeah. Look at this guy munching. <laughs> what is this fucking lunch? We got lunch hour. All right, let's keep it moving here. College basketball here next. We've got a week of ma- a great week of matchups coming up this week, starting on Thursday with number six, Wisconsin at Nebraska. Saturdays where the majority of the elite matchups are taking place. Number one, UConn at St. John's. Number four, Houston at number eight, Kansas. Number seven, Duke at number three, UNC. Number 12, Iowa State at number 18, Baylor. Number five, Tennessee at number 10, Kentucky. Just to name some of the top 25 matchups. Uh, make sure you're staying tuned to our social medias to check all our basketball plays. We're 72, 43, and three. Just over 28 units positive here. 61%. Yeah, just mad work done by the boys. Uh, Any of those games that you guys want to highlight on before we get moving on here? We also got Wisconsin at... Purdue on Sunday. Wisconsin at Purdue. No, Purdue at Wisconsin on Sunday. Yeah, I was going to say that's the one I left off, but I I just there were so many games on Saturday, I felt like that was enough to mention real quick. We get four top 10 matchups this weekend. I don't think I've ever seen that in my life. It's absolutely incredible. We're gonna tap in. We're gonna catch these. Uh, we're gonna catch these winners too. Our goal, me and Huff talked about it. A hundred wins before fifty losses. I mean, you really have to lock in. Um, <laughs> hit. I think it's like a sixty-six percent clip during that time. So that's yeah, like hundred and hundred. If we were hundred and fifty, that'd be sixty-six percent. You guys have yeah. a uh, long shot play you'd place right now, if you could. We're talking about it. We don't want to. We don't want to say anything just quite yet. But uh, we have a few teams. In mind for uh, a national title ticket. Purdue's going on their run here. We need a nice little run before half. But yeah, we should have a full card Saturday. Um, we always do. Looking at yeah, looking that's around. yeah. I was gonna say there's so many good games this weekend. UNC Duke, first time uh, since the when they played in the tournament when they were both uh, a top ten seed. But obviously that was tournament seeding, so this is true. Um, you know, regular season seating, but top 10 matchup. This can be great. Obviously, Duke UNC, it's all time college basketball rivalry. I'll be tuning in for that one on Saturday night. All righty. I think that's just about everything we got here this week. Episode 23, the week of the Pro Bowl. We got some time before the Super Bowl, but we will make sure to cover everything on that here next week and in our live stream next week on Super Bowl Sunday, the big game Sunday, whatever you want to call it now. I don't even know what we're allowed to call it. I was going to say, remember out. a couple of years ago, you made us a very big game the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super we'll Bowl, Super Bowl, that. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but that's all we got. He's going to have to bleep everything. I think that's it. No, that's good. Go bees, weekend off, get to enjoy some sports that look like we're out there playing. That's the... the speed they go at so should be going yeah <laughs> all right yeah stay tuned to social media like mackie said fat saturday uh college basketball card uh coming uh this weekend lots of good matchups lots of good matchups throughout the week so uh with nhl all-star game and the nfl pro bowl we're gonna be uh definitely tuning in make sure you're staying tuned for the college basketball card uh and like we said nhl a uh, couple games leading up to the all-star break I don't know when it officially starts. I think Thursday is the last day, or is tonight the last day? Say it again. 
Is tonight the last day of NHL games, or is there games tomorrow? No, tonight is the last night. Yeah, I think okay. it is. So, yeah, All-Star tonight. break starts tonight. So, yeah, definitely college basketball throughout the weekend. Probably not going to card anything in uh, any of these All-Star games. So, uh, But we'll get some plays out if anyone's going to be taking anything. So stay tuned to social media. That's really all we got. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. No, Are we doing a live stream this Sunday? All right. Stay tuned. Possibly stuff coming your way. <laughs>